Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Universe Within Podcast. This episode of the show is being sponsored by the Amazonian Plant Healing Center, the Temple of the Way of Light. I've recently come back from a couple months uh, working there. They do really amazing work. Predominantly, they're working with the plant medicine ayahuasca, working in a lineage of a group of people called the Shipibo people, uh, who have a really long history of, of working with these plants. And they do really amazing work. So if you're looking for a place to experience ayahuasca, to, to work in a safe environment where there's a lot of tradition, integrity, respect, it's a really amazing place. They're working with four different uh, healers or curanderos, two to three facilitators. There's a yoga teacher, vegetalista. There's often bone doctors, uh, people who work with massage. There's an amazing support and integration team. So if you're looking to go really deeply into this work, um, I, I can't recommend the Temple enough. Uh, if you'd like more information about them, you can check out their website at templeofthewayoflight.org. Also, myself and my friend and colleague Marav Artsy are continuing to run plant dietas in the Sacred Valley of Peru. Uh, our next one coming up is uh, is in February. Uh, we're I think we're sold out, although we may have uh, one spot left. And that's a really amazing opportunity to go very deeply into this world of plants and plant medicine, going into a period of isolation, of fasting, and of working with these uh, these very specific master teacher plants. Um, it's, uh, it, it's a really beautiful opportunity and it's, uh, predominantly the, the methodology that we're working with is, uh, is, is a very traditional approach and it's very much based off of working with tobacco and tree barks. And, uh, this interview today is actually a really beautiful opportunity to learn a little more about that because it's with the, the, the person that we both really learn this from. So uh, if you'd like more information about that, you can check out my website at nicotianarustica.org. Also, Marav has a site, tobaccodiets.com. I'll put a link to both of those in the show notes. Um, if you are able to support this podcast, that's a really big help to me to continue to be able to make these videos, to, to edit them, to shoot them, to produce them, to publish them, and all of that, which does take a, a bit of work. Um, Patreon is a really beautiful way to support. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you can uh, sign up. There's different tiers you can sign up for. Those tiers give you added benefits, things like early access to these shows, bonus material, Q&As, um, and, and that's a really big help to all the people who have done that thank you very much i really appreciate it uh, and to anyone who is able to do that thank you very much in advance uh, one of the reasons i really like that platform is because um, it, it is i think working on on these actually very traditional uh, concepts in, in the andes where i've been spending a lot of time this this idea of aini of reciprocity of of, of giving and, and receiving or really receiving and, and giving something back for that so um, I really appreciate all the support of the people who have done that thank you very much to all of you uh, there's also the ability to direct uh, to, to, to donate via PayPal um, I'll put a link to that also in the show notes and also with the YouTube channel there's the ability to join the channel via YouTube now as well um, if you are not able to do that as always just the, the very small gesture of subscribing to the show, turning on the notification bell, liking the video. That's a really big help in getting this show out to a bigger audience. And then with the audio version going on Apple Podcasts, subscribing, leaving a starred rating and a short review, that may seem like a small thing, but it is a really big help. So I think that's it. Um, 
My guest for today's show uh, is a person very dear to me. He's a man who I, I spent a number of years studying with, really learning from, um, and uh, just a really amazing human being. His name is Ernesto Garcia Torres. He's a, a lot of people would refer to him as a tabacero, someone who works with tobacco, a curandero, a healer. But as he, I think, very humbly calls himself, he's, he's a guide. He's someone who is really able to connect to, to these plants, to, to, the, to this world, to, to the energies that these things are working with, and, uh, and, and hold the space and allow people to go into really deep processes with these plants. Um, he's a person who I learned a lot from, not only through the actual working with these plants, but also just his presence and his being and, and his way of doing things. It's, uh, he's, uh, he's a person who's taught me a lot. So for me, it was really an honor to be able to sit down with him. We were both quite busy, so we didn't have a lot of time to share. Um, but even in this short amount of time, we, we spoke about a lot. And, um, and hopefully we will do round two in the future when we both have a little bit more time. So I think that's it. This interview was done in Spanish. Uh, and then uh, intercut after all of the Spanish is English translation. So it's accessible to people who speak both uh, Spanish and English. So I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Ernesto. I'm running out from the maze. Running out from the maze, running out of the maze today. Running out from the maze, running out from the maze, running out from the maze today. Running out from the maze, running out from the maze, running out of the maze today. Bueno, Ernesto, gracias por hacer esta entrevista. Yeah. Eh, bueno, entonces, tal vez para empezar, puedes contar un poco sobre quién es Ernesto, de dónde vienes, qué, qué es la historia de Ernesto García Torres. <laughs> Good, Ernesto. Thank you for doing this interview. Good. So maybe to start, uh, you could speak a little bit about who is Ernesto and where you come from. What's the, what's the story of Ernesto Garcia Torres? Mi tradición es de cuatro razas de, de seres humanos, como por ejemplo, de ecuatorianos, mis ancestros ecuatorianos, brasileños, colombianos y peruanos. Mm. En esa cuna ellos eran conocedores de la medicina natural, en especial el tabaco. ¿no? Y nací ahí y me, físicamente me prepararon desde muy tierno, pequeño. ¿no? Espiritualmente vine para esto. ¿no? Y ahí, al transcurrir los años, 
he ido capacitándome mucho más, conectando con los elementos, ¿no? tanto espiritual, energético, físico, fortaleciendo todos estos cuerpos espirituales mediante el trabajo con la medicina natural y hasta llegar a un estado superior, en el, hablo de, de poder energético. ¿no? El poder energético se basa entre, puedes conectarte entre la tierra y los cielos. ¿no? Conectado ahí, ahí el conocimiento y la curación, ya sea al mundo, animales, seres humanos, lo que sea, para ayudar o curar. ¿no? Y aquí me tiene. Ah. Ok, uh, right now Ernesto is, uh, is a healer, curandero. It's a tabaquero healer. But my race, my lineage is from uh, four races. My ancestors are Equatorian, Colombian, uh, Peruvian, and... Uh, and Brazilian, uh, then like a race, I'm, I'm a combination from four different, four different races. And a part of that, uh, I've, uh, I've grown in the cradle of tobacco and uh, I've been prepared to work with tobacco from a really young, young age. And I can say that spiritually I've, uh, I've been born for that and uh, with With the time passing, I've been practicing a lot and learning a lot more from uh, what has been given to me in the beginning too. And with the time and with uh, actually taking the medicine and doing the medicine, I've been uh, fortifying my spirit, my body, my mind, until I uh, obtained uh, superior energetic power. Uh, by energetic power, I mean the the ability to connect with uh, with earth and with with the sky and when i have this superior connection i'm able to heal and to help and from from this connection all the information comes y en tu niñez has sentido como un un llamado para para conectar con el, el mundo shamanico Ah, claro. So, when you were younger, did you did you feel a calling to 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 this shamanic world? Bueno, ya que preguntas. En mi niñez, desde muy pequeño, unos ángeles me cuidaban. Tres ángeles. Estos ángeles anduvieron conmigo hasta los 12 años a los 12 años ¿no? tanta confusión en el mundo con las religiones y creencias diferentes ¿no? yo hice una preparación de dietas, ayunos, concentraciones eh, pidiendo la dirección 
de que si existe Dios o existe el diablo, o no existe ninguno. Pues bien, lo primero que vino era el diablo. Sí existe el diablo. Hablo espiritualmente. Existe, se puede materializar el diablo. Ya, bien. Pero ese diablo, lo que, a lo que viene o lo que quiere que hagas, es como destruir al propio humano y al mundo entero. Me di cuenta su trabajo que es. ¿no? Y ahí vino Jesucristo, el verdadero Jesucristo. ¿no? Yo lo conozco. Vino él y cuando él vino, el diablo y sus ángeles demoníacos desaparecieron. Y al venir o aparecer Jesucristo, es ahí la vida eterna. La vida eterna no pertenece a los humanos, pertenece al Espíritu de Dios que vive en los humanos. ¿No? Entonces, desde ese instante, mi espíritu conoce desde la creación del mundo hasta el fin del mundo, con años, meses, semanas, horas, minutos y segundos. Pero no le es permitido al humano hablar de esas cosas. Solo es para el espíritu. ¿No? Entonces, eh, salí de la gran duda que atormenta al mundo, la confusión, que Dios o el diablo, ¿no? sí existe, tiene su forma de trabajar. Y Dios también existe, tiene su forma de trabajar. Ahora, el campo de Dios se llama medicina natural o curativa. ¿No? Y podríamos como comparación el campo de la brujería, que pertenece al sistema diabólico. Ambos existen. Y hay, desde ese punto ya llegué a entender por qué nací en este mundo, por ejemplo. Y ahora mi pregunta era, ¿y qué hago aquí? ¿Qué debo hacer? Y ahí, el mismo Jesucristo no habla mucho. Te dice unas frases, pero que significan mucho. ¿no? Y me habló algunas frases. Y me dijo de que es mi misión esto. De que Él está apareciendo en ese instante para prepararme y yo empezar a curar. Y yo le dije que no quiero curar, ¿no? Tengo vergüenza de, de curar o fumar un cigarro, ¿no? Porque yo era estudiante, ¿no? Y en las escuelas te prohíben fumar un cigarro, cosas así. Pero el mismo Jesucristo me dio, se llaman dones. Él me dio los dones. Y desde ese momento en que él me dio los dones, mi mente cambió totalmente. 
Porque yo le dije a él, ¿sí? pero yo no quiero ser un curandero. Yo quiero fabricar la bomba atómica en el Perú. Y cuando los extranjeros vienen a guerrearnos por el agua del río Amazonas, reviento la bomba. No nos, no nos lleva el agua. Y Jesús me dijo, serás más que eso. Pues no entendí en ese momento. Ahora le entiendo porque he ayudado, sigo ayudando a miles y miles de personas, dando la medicina natural y salvando sus cuerpos espirituales para Dios. Ese es el trabajo. Si hubiera fabricado la bomba atómica, las hubiera destruido a todos. Y no era el propósito de Dios eso. ¿no? Ahora le entiendo perfectamente. Ya, ya sí, estamos en eso. Okay, since since you're asking, when I was uh, when I was little, I had the experience of angels coming and taking care of me. There were three angels, and uh, I had the experience to have these angels uh, that were taking care of me until I was twelve. And you know, the world that we're living in, there is a lot of confusion, and I. W wanted to, to, to clear myself. I was doing diets, preparation, and I had in my mind uh, the question, uh, if God exists, or if the devil exists, or, you know, in general, what's, what's going on over here? Or just nobody exists, you know, I just wanted to know. And yes, the, the first thing that came in my preparation and my, and my search was the devil. And uh, yes, the devil exists. I'm, I'm talking about spiritually, energetically. And yes, it came not even like uh, energetically, it can materialize itself. I'm talking about the devil. And uh, the desire of the devil is just to destroy, to destroy the human being, to destroy the, 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 the people, you know, to destroy. That's the desire. And uh, after the appearance of the devil, Jesus Christ came, the, the legitimate, the, the, the only, the, the real Christ came, I, I know him. And when Jesus came, the devil and uh, the angels of the devils, uh, the demons, uh, they disappeared. And when Jesus appeared, when Jesus came, uh, I felt the eternal life. And I got conscious that eternal life doesn't belong to the human being, belongs to the spirit of God that lives in the human being. And since that happened, I, I obtained all the information of the world, all the, the information since the beginning till the end of the world, with days, with uh, hours I just I just know but that's not permitted or that's not allowed for the for the human that's only allowed for the for the spirit and uh, this experience or this experience has cleared my mind uh, and I I know that uh, you know the devil and uh, and Jesus exist 
and the devil has its form or its way of working and uh, the light Jesus or God has its form and way of working uh, I got really clear about this and the field of uh, of God is uh, is healing is uh, is basically the medicine that heals that restores and the field of uh, of the devil is uh, is brujeria how we call it over here it's uh, it's witchcraft which is to hurt and uh, and basically do bad things uh, basically the two things exist and from that perspective I I managed to to understand why I came to this world and in this experience uh, Jesus doesn't doesn't talk too much he just says few phrases that uh, has that have uh, a deep meaning and he told me few things that 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 had a, a, a deep deep meaning for me and he told me that uh, that's my mission and he has come to to prepare me to start healing and I, I told him that uh, I, f I don't want to heal, I, 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 feel, I feel ashamed to, to heal or to smoke a cigar. I, in that time I was, uh, I was studying, I was, uh, I was preparing myself to, to study. Because, you know, in, in school it's prohibited to smoke, but uh, Jesus gave me powers. Uh, we call that like dones in, in Spanish, but Jesus gave me gave me powers, gifts, and these gifts changed my mind. Uh, but before that, I, I was telling Jesus, um, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna be a healer. I just wanna be I wanna study and I wanna produce the atomic bomb for Peru and protect my my land when people comes. Uh, comes to have fight with with my nation with Peru uh, I just explode our bomb and I safeguard all of us but Jesus told me that I will be more than that uh, you know more than the inventor of uh, some destructive power and but I, I wasn't able to understand that at that age but now I understand now I understand, you know, by being working so hard and so long with thousands and thousands of people giving medicines and saving their, their spirits, their, their bodies for God. If I had uh, uh, invented the bomb or contributed to, to the bomb, I would have destroyed everything and everybody and uh, this way I can save then you know my proposal the, 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 the idea of God was different for my life it was to, to heal and like I said I, I understand perfectly now y como has seguido con, con las dietas era algo que has sentido que yo tengo que hacerlo era abajo de la guianza de, de un maestro claro 
And how did you begin this process of dieting plans? Was it was it something you felt strongly called to do, like, I, I have to do this? And did you do this on your own, or you you had the guidance of another maestro? No, in case of the dietas, for example, my abuelos me prepararon desde muy tierno. Pero después, yo llegué a entender de que si no tienes dietas, al cuerpo físico le atacan energías muy fuertes. Y si no tienes dietas, esas energías te entran, pueden malograr intestinalmente o tu cerebro. ¿no? Y eso sucede a muchas personas que toman ayahuasca, ayahuasca, cosas así. No, lo primero que se te mete es el diablo, porque el diablo no es uno. Hay millones y millones. ¿eh? Y cada uno tiene sus, tienen poderes diferentes. Y si un superior te choca y no tienes dieta, te puede matar también. Y ahí, he andado por diferentes lugares de la selva, con diferentes tipos de indígenas, he participado tomando medicinas, pero ninguno de ellos podía llegar al, al campo espiritual que estaba yo, por ejemplo. No, y, y me di cuenta ahí de que debo preparar el cuerpo físico mediante las dietas. Y me he preparado un, al máximo ¿no? a tomar medicinas naturales que pueden matar en segundos a una persona pero mi fue estaba que a mí no me mata porque el mismo Dios me ha dado el, el don y no, no me mató no. para eso son las dietas first uh, I started when I was a, a little child uh, dieting and uh, I understood that uh, the diets are really necessary because one works with really strong energies and uh, the diets are kind of protection for for the body and the spirit and if they are not uh, present in the person these negative energies can enter inside of you and can destroy your mind can destroy your body like uh, a lot of people you know that are drinking only ayahuasca 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 and you know uh, first the the negative energies there are there are a lot there are millions of negative energies that uh, that will enter in the body and uh, start distorting and destroying the body then uh, diet will will help and uh, preserve the person in this path and you know i've been participating in a lot of ceremonies i've been like traveling uh, up and down the amazon river and going with indigenous people and different races people from different races that do medicine and i just saw with my own eyes that nobody can uh, obtain the same level of uh, of medicine and the same level of spiritual connection that that i had and I understood that I need to prepare my physical body with diets and I've prepared myself uh, till the maximum.
and I've taken medicines that uh, literally they can kill a person in seconds. Uh, but I wasn't, um, I didn't die because uh, Jesus gave me, gave me the powers. And yeah, he didn't kill me and that's, that's, why, that's, that's why the diets are for. Yo recuerdo mi, mi primera dieta contigo. Yo, yo tomé tabaco y las primeras tres días yo estaba seguro que yo voy a morir <laughs> porque era tan, tan fuerte. ¿Por qué, por qué las, las medicinas naturales tienen esta, esta fuerza hasta el punto de, de, de muerte? Claro. So I remember my first dieta that I did with you, where I, I, I drank tobacco. And I remember the, the first three days, I thought for sure I was going to die because it, the, the, the medicine was so strong. So why, why do these plants, these, these natural medicines have or, or can have such a strong effect, even to the point where we, we feel like we might be dying? Bueno, la medicina natural te pega muy fuerte. Antiguamente los ancestros te hablaban así, bueno. Cuando la medicina quiere curarte, te pega fuerte. Y en ese que te pega fuerte hace una conexión energética contigo para que puedas continuar en el trabajo de las dietas y aprendas, ¿no? Es eso, pero de matar no te va a matar porque su nombre no es muerte, sino medicina. ¿no? Está preparado para que te ayude, pero ya sabes, físicamente es fuerte. ¿no? Es eso. Entonces es como una, una prueba. Es una prueba. Pero... Uh, you know, I will answer you from the ancestral point of view and uh, my teachers, my ancestors, when I was studying, they were saying me that the medicine is so strong and when it's so strong, it can make like a really deep connection with you and basically the medicine, if it's strong, they were saying it, it wants to heal you, it wants to help you and in this strongness of the medicine, one finds the connection with the medicine and that's it basically you know but won't kill you because it's the name is not it's not that the name is medicine and it's prepared with the intention to heal but you know you know physically is really strong the medicine then it's like a, like a challenge it's like a test basically yeah, it's it's definitely it's like a test. That's that's a good way to to describe it. Creo que una vez me dijiste que el el campo el el camino de curandero es morir como mil veces. ¿Qué qué quieres decir? I remember you telling me one time that the the work of the shaman, the, the, the world of the shaman is, is you use this metaphor, to, to die a thousand times. What did you mean by that when you said that? Claro. 
El camino del curandero, por ejemplo, es eh, analizando al ser humano, quiere de todo. Todo ser humano ¿eh? quiere de todo. Pero cuando tú entras al camino del curanderismo, vas entendiendo que el querer no es solo una pasión humana. Y siempre lo vas a tener. Si trabajas, siempre lo vas a tener. Entonces, ¿para qué quieres? O sea, por eso hablo, pasión humana. ¿no? Entonces, todas esas cosas, eh, el curandero al hacer las dietas se cura a sí mismo. Y como va curándose, va cambiando su sistema de pensar, ¿no? Todo, hasta de hablar. ¿no? Y su conocimiento va en aumento. Es eso. Entonces siempre tenemos que empezar con nosotros mismos. Claro, el curandero, para ser curandero, tiene que primero curarse. Y una vez que se ha curado, puede curar a otros. Si no, no cura, no, no puede. Yes, when when I was analyzing the the human being, I I got conscious that the human being wants wants everything and from everything. It's, and but when one starts in the in the healing path, in a way, uh, this passion, this desire, it's it gets under control. And in this process of dieting, one heals itself. And by healing itself, uh, his thoughts start changing, his, his mind starts, starts changing, and his spirit and body starts changing. And his knowledge uh, starts growing. That's it. Okay, then uh, we always need to start from, from ourselves. Of course. Uh, the healer, to be a healer, needs to heal itself. It's always starting from oneself. And, and once it's healed, it can heal others. A veces la gente habla sobre tres niveles de curación. El, el nivel físico, el nivel de, de la mente y el, el nivel de espíritu, de alma. ¿Piensas que existe y hay, hay enfermedades diferentes de, de todos los niveles o todos han venido de, del nivel espiritual y después viene con confusión o con problemas físicos? En, en tu punto de vista, ¿cómo, ¿de dónde vienen las enfermedades? Claro. Sometimes when people speak about healing, they speak about three levels of healing. That there's the, the, the healing on the physical level, there's a healing on the mental-emotional level, and there's a healing on a spiritual level. So how do you think about this? Do you, do you think that's true and that there's certain diseases that come from maybe one of these levels, but not all of them? Or do all of these diseases originate from the spiritual level? So in, in your point of view, where, where do sicknesses originate from? 
las enfermedades han sido dadas, así como, eh, por ejemplo, al formar el agua, por ejemplo, ¿no? Formar el agua, este es agua. Pero antes que sea un agua que se puede beber, ha sido agua también. Pero con diferentes tipos de virus o microbios ahí dentro. ¿no? Y una vez purificado, es apto para el consumo humano. Algo así como un ejemplo, sucede en el campo espiritual, en el campo energético, que yo le llamo el alma, y mucho más el físico. El humano está lleno de microbios. Más tenemos microbios que humanos. Sí. Así. Uh, it's like it's like water just to give you uh, to give you a relationship of what you're saying it's like water before you drink the water you need to be sure that the water is clean there it's, it's purified and in this way it's it's good for for you something like that uh, occurs in the in the spiritual realm You know, the human being is full with, with microbes. You know, we have more microbes than, than human inside of us. That's it. ¿Y por qué siente, sientes esta conexión con, con tabaco? Por ejemplo, mucha, mucha gente conoce plantas como ayahuasca, huachuma, peyote. Pero poca gente conoce tabaco como medicina, solo mm. conoce como cigarrillos. Uh -huh. Claro. So, why do you feel this strong connection to tobacco? A, a lot of people, they, they may be familiar with some of these master plants like ayahuasca, huachuma, peyote. But not so many people know of tobacco as a medicine. Many people probably know about tobacco like as cigarettes, but, but again, very few people know it as a medicine. Uh, no, eh. Tabaqueros, por ejemplo, existen muy pocos. ¿Por qué? Porque el trabajo con tabaco es muy fuerte. Y al ser fuerte es un poco peligroso. ¿no? Peligroso por la persona, si no está preparado, no puede dar tabaco a alguien. ¿no? Entonces, así como la preparación es muy fuerte, su mismo nombre lo dice, fuerte, significa de que puede limpiar, cura, curar, liberar eh, campos energéticos negativos, diabólicos o enfermedades, ¿no? Y por eso es fuerte. Y para utilizar el tabaco, pues el curandero se ha preparado por muchos años. Y la gente común tiene miedo, hasta los mismos chamanes ayahuasqueros tienen miedo. Porque le puede matar a él, porque en el sistema de ayahuasca hay muchos sistemas. ¿no? 
sistemas, si no están bien en sus trabajos, el tabaco les agarra y les, les puede matar también. Por eso es que no hay mucho tabaquero. El tabaquero como curander es muy bueno, curando. Tiene conocimiento. Ah, esa es la diferencia. There isn't so much uh, tabaqueros or people that work with tobacco. First of all, it's an arduous path and uh, it can be dangerous too, you know, especially for the person that, uh, that is giving the tobacco, you know, and the person that is receiving it too. Then one needs to be really well prepared to, to administrate and work with this plant. And since it's so strong, it has the power to clean the body from blockages, energetic block, energetic blockages, uh, devils, uh, you know, bad energies. Uh, but one needs to be prepared to, to do this work. And the common people or even like the ayahuasca shamans, you know, have, uh, have fear from tobacco because it can, it can kill you you know, if you're not prepared. You know, tobacco will, will enter in the system and basically straight, uh, straighten up the system. And if the person is not prepared for this process can be, can be really arduous, it can, can, can kill him, basically. You know, then um, that's why there isn't so much, uh, so much tobaqueros, you know, it's a thorough process of preparation is needed. Yo sé que en unos idiomas nativos, por ejemplo, los Asheninka, el, la palabra de tabaco es la misma palabra de curandero. Y creo que en bastantes tradiciones es, es igual, como si los claro. primeros curanderos era, eran tabaqueros. ¿Y por qué piensas? Porque en el mundo ahora mucha gente y muchos extranjeros tienen ganas de tomar ayahuasca o plantas medicinales. ¿Qué, para ti, qué están buscando? I know that in a number of um, indigenous languages, uh, like for example the Ashaninka, their, their word for tobacco is the, basically the same word as the word for curandero or a doctor or a healer. And in a lot of traditions, it's, it's similar that the, the first curanderos were actually tabaqueros, people who worked with tobacco. Also, right now in the world, there's, there's an increasing interest from foreigners. They, they want to come and, and try these plants like ayahuasca or wachuma tobacco. Uh, what do you think a lot of these people are looking for? Bueno, en caso de extranjeros que vienen a tomar ayahuasca, muchos de ellos son o están mal informados. ¿no? Creen que al tomar el ayahuasca se les va a curar todas sus enfermedades o algunos problemas que tienen. No, y después cuando lo toman, se maravillan porque tiene el DMT que te hace alucinar, ¿no? Pero sus problemas es mayor, porque psicológicamente no se ha curado nada. Simplemente es como una película que ha visto un rato y después no hay. 
Entonces, ¿qué haces? Vuelve a tomar. Si no lo quieren dar, va a otro lugar, a otro lugar y ahí... <coughs> ahí poco a poco se va confundiendo mucho más. Porque en sí la ayahuasca es muy buena, pero con una persona que sabe su manejo, su dominio, ¿no? Entonces el que sabe te va a curar, si necesita curar, termina la curación y te dicen, hasta aquí ha terminado. No es que te agarra ahí, vas a estar un año, dos años, seis meses, eso es mentira. ¿no? Es manipulación chamánica. ¿No? No. No es así. Y por eso muchos extranjeros, pues como te digo, vienen a experimentar. Algunos les va bien porque no tienen muchos problemas. El que tiene muchos problemas lo, lo vuelve un poco loco. ¿eh? <ríe> es eso, la mala información. You know, Jason, in case of the foreigners that come and are taking ayahuasca or want to take ayahuasca, I think that they're, um, they're, they're not informed well. They think that just taking ayahuasca will, uh, will heal all the things that they have. And when they take ayahuasca, you know, there is a DMT that make you hallucinate. And it's like a marvelous experience, you know. And this can create a major problem, basically, because psychologically they haven't healed. It's just like a movie that runs throughout your mind. And, you know, the people, what they do is just, just like one ayahuasca experience, another ayahuasca experience, and just like keep going. And slowly but surely a person is starting to, to get confused with all these experiences. You know, in itself, ayahuasca is a really good plant, but needs to be taken with a person that knows how to use it, how to dominate the experience and guide it. And a person that knows it will perform the healing in just a few rituals, you know. It's not something that uh, one needs to keep coming to and keep coming to and keep coming to. If this is, if this is the case, it's, uh, that's not valid, you know, not if when the healing is made, it's made and the chapter is closed. One doesn't need to do it constantly. You know, that's like... Uh, um, shamanic manipulation to call it and that's why a lot of foreigners are coming to experiment and uh, you know the people that doesn't have so much problems it's okay for them but the ones that has a lot of problems you know it just can drive them crazy it's like being uh, being not well informed basically Y en, en la práctica tuya, ¿qué, qué ves, qué, qué son los, los problemas más, los problemas más comunes que, que ves en tu práctica cuando la gente llega? ¿Tiene depresión, están deprimidos, con susto, con trauma, o más es problemas físicos? So, in your work, in your practice, what, what do you see are, are the most common problems that people come with? 
Do you see that the majority of people are coming because they're depressed or uh, they have trauma or they're coming with physical problems? Ah, no. Más es problema emocional. Según las culturas que tienen, tienen se tienen agarrados en problemas muy antiguos. Y es algo absurdo que vivan en ese plan. ¿eh? Cuando es cosas, algo se murió, pues se murió, pero tú continúas para adelante. ¿sí? ¿No? Pero muchos ahí están. Puede pasar años y no, no, nunca se curan. Y a, ese, y a todo eso lleva el miedo. El miedo. Por eso te digo, toman diferentes tipos de medicinas sin dirección del que le da y no le ayuda. Al contrario, lo malogra, peor. Porque si le ayudaría, cambiaría, es diferente. Si antes caminaba ahí, pues no estaba bien, va. Es diferente. No, más es eso. Pero gracias a la medicina que tenemos aquí, tanto espiritual, energético y físico, se limpian las personas. Y después se los nota en su mismo semblante, en su forma de actuar. Han cambiado. ¿Por qué? Porque han limpiado energías no buenas de sus cuerpos. ¿No? Es eso. Que es más emocional problemas. Y dependiendo de la cultura que están coming es just like old ancestral, uh, ancestral problems. And you know, for me, it's just absurd that people are still holding on on these stuffs. You know, when something is dead, is dead, and you just continue. But you know, a lot of people are there, and uh, even years can pass, and they they don't don't heal. And the base of all that is fear. You know, and why? What? That's why I'm saying they are taking all these different medicines without direction and like i said you know uh, that doesn't help you know on the contrary even that uh, that will uh, do more harm than good <clears throat> it's it's more like that you know it just uh, it's just what's going on but with the medicines that we have over here you know energetically spiritually and physically it, it will clean it will clean and heal ¿Podrías explicar un poco cómo trabajas, por ejemplo, cuando, cuando llega un cliente? ¿Qué, ¿Qué haces el diagnóstico? ¿Cómo podrías decidir lo que necesita? ¿Cómo, cómo mm. puedes ayudar? ¿Qué es, qué es la práctica de, de, claro. de curación? Can you speak a little bit about how you work? Like for example, when when someone comes to see you, how do you how do you do a diagnosis on them? How do you decide uh, what what problem they may have or what medicine they may need? And how do you decide how you're going to heal them? So basically, what what is this practice like of of healing someone? Bueno, caso personal, el diagnóstico es una conexión entre la Tierra y los cosmos, ¿no? para entender. 
para los que creen en Dios, es la conexión de Dios directo. Desde ese momento en que lo agarro al paciente, estoy conectado en un campo energético de luz. Físicamente estoy aquí, pero en ese instante estoy conectado. Y al estar conectado es como, así como me ves y me escuchas, yo puedo ver la, las enfermedades y escuchar. Y cómo puedo curarle o ayudarlo, por ejemplo. ¿no? Es eso, es... Uh, no es fácil eso. Tiene que pasar muchos años. Tanto práctica como conexión. Conexión. Eso es. Ok, you know, in my personal case, the diagnostic is a connection between earth and uh, and space and cosmos and uh, and earth and and sky basically and for the people that believe in god is just a direct connection with god like for me it's like being connected with a with a energetic field of light and being connected with this energetic field it's like you see me right now and that's the way that I can see and hear and smell the the uh, the sickness or the illness you know and I know what to do in this state and how to heal it and that's definitely not easy you know a lot of fear needs to pass uh, in practice and in connection Yeah, that's it, basically. ¿Y cómo es el proceso de, de hacer una, una dieta? ¿Y por qué la dieta es tan importante? And what is this process like of, of doing a diet? And, and I guess even to go back further, why, why is a, a dieta, doing a diet, a plant diet, so important? Bueno, la dieta es tan importante porque... Normalmente el cerebro es esto, mira, ¿no? Y mediante la dieta, ese cerebro hace su trabajo, un duro trabajo, ¿no? Y llega a un punto a abrir una pequeña puertita. Y esa pequeña puertita y ahí se producen los sueños o visiones, ¿no? Pero para el humano es bastante soñar bonito, ¿no? Cosas. Pero ese trabajo de la dieta ha abierto eso, para el humano es mucho. Entonces, poco a poco, las dietas va formando al cerebro a ser más blando, fácil de, de entender a la naturaleza, ¿no? Porque una vez dietado, este cerebro debe hacerse así. Terminado las dietas, este cerebro debe volver a su normalidad con el conocimiento espiritual, energético y físico. Es un curandero. Claro. You know, the diet is important. It's, I will give you the, just the metaphor of the brain. You, normally the brain is like that right and doing the diet uh, one 
just open a small door like a small door and in this small door one from this small door one receives the visions the insights and for a person you know that's that's a lot you know having dreams having understandings and with the diet or with the process of dieting one gets uh, more porous and more information can can come and one can start understanding it's like once uh, you've dieted you had your process your brain opens receives the information and when the diet is finished your brains comes back comes back to this world but you you've obtained the information you have it e y yo sé que para ti lo, los sueños son muy importantes. Mucha gente tiene sueños, pero no oh. los acuerda. Y claro. ¿qué, ¿Qué uno puede aprender de, de sus sueños? I know that for you, dreams and the, the, the world of dreams are, are very important. But many people say that they don't dream or that they can't remember their dreams. Uh, for you, why do you think dreams are important? What can someone learn from their dreams? No, el, los sueños son reales. El sueño del curandero es real. El sueño de una persona común y corriente no es real. Son emociones, confusiones. Pero el sueño de un curandero es real. Tú un ejemplo te hago. ¿No? De, eh, por ejemplo, en la selva los antiguos van a pescar por la mañana, un día antes, están durmiendo. Y de pronto... Alguien saca la caña de pescar, lo jala al anzuelo y a uno de ellos ¡pah! lo, lo prende la, el anzuelo. Mi paz se despierta. Y ya está muy preocupado. Mira, para un humano normal es un sueño. No significa nada, pero parece el curandero sí significa peligro. ¿Por qué? Ya van, la gente van a la pesca y de pronto alguien por ahí pa le mordió la serpiente. Era el sueño del anzuelo. Entonces, los curanderos sueñan real. Yeah, it's like uh, dreams, the dreams of a healer are real. And uh, the dreams of a common person that hasn't been, uh, you know, dieting or preparing itself, they are not real. It's like the common person's dreams are confusion and, you know, the, the dreams of a, of a healer are real. I, I will give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's say that people from the jungle, 
you know, from all times, they are going to fish tomorrow, and tonight they go to sleep. And in in sleeping, they one of one of them dream one of they they dream that when they you know cast the fishing net, the hook hooks the person you know that is next to him or hooks hooks him you know and he wakes up normally that you know for a normal person can be like whatever it's just a dream but there is so much information for a person that is being prepared you know in this dream you know for this person that is prepared the significance of that is just uh, uh, danger and you know let's say that they go fishing and somebody from the group is being beaten by a snake it's there it's the is the dream of uh, of the hook you know um, representing or unveiling itself that's why it's danger and that's why the healers have uh, real dreams and uh, the common person doesn't una vez me dijiste que ser curandero no es jijiji, ho, ho, ho. <ríe> no, no es fácil. ¿Por qué? Porque mucha gente, creo que ahora mucha gente quiere ser curandero, guía, sanador. Pero ¿por qué no es fácil? I remember one time you told me that to, to be a curandero is not he 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 ho 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 basically meaning that, that it's not a joke it's not easy it seems like in this time there's a growing interest from people that they they want to be a, a shaman or a guide or a healer uh, why why do you think or say that that this isn't an easy path claro que les hablo así de que ser curandero no es fácil porque no solo es tomar medicina natural y eres un curandero. No, tienes que tener conexiones con los elementos, tanto espiritual, energético y físico. ¿no? Tienes que tener conexiones con todo lo que es sistema tierra ¿no? y los elementos. Tienes que tener conexiones con, con los cosmos. Y estamos hablando pues, de años. No una semana toma ayahuasca y soy un chamán. No, no. Años. ¿no? Entonces tienes que tener conexión con los cielos. Ángeles, vírgenes, santos, si hay por ahí. Eh, después de esas conexiones tienes que tener un permiso de la naturaleza y del propio Dios para que tú puedas humanamente hablando ser un maestro como dicen y para mí no somos maestros el único maestro es Jesucristo porque está en cuerpo glorificado en un cuerpo humano puede sonar diferente ser maestro. Podemos ser guías, sí. ¿Por qué? Porque conocemos un poquito más que otros. Podemos guiar. Pero maestro es solo Jesús. Ah. 
Yeah, of course. I, I'm, I'm saying that because it's not only taking a, a natural medicine and you become a healer. You need to have connections. You need to have connections with the elements, uh, you know, spiritual, energetic and physical elements. You have to have connections with everything that is in the, in the earth, for saying it in, in, in a way like with the earth, with the elements. And you need to have like connections with the cosmos, with the universe. It's not like uh, in one week you take ayahuasca and you're ready, you're done, you're a healer. You need to have connections with, with the skies, you know, with angels, virgins, um, with, uh, with all that is there, basically. And after the, the, the connection, you need to have a permission from, from nature and from God itself, you know, to be like, um, like, like to say it, like to be a master, to be a healer. But for me, I'm not a master, you know, the only master is Jesus Christ. And that's it, because He's in a, in a glorified body. You know, for us human beings, we can be guides. Why? Because we know a little bit more than others, and we can guide with this knowledge. And like I said, you know, the only master is Jesus. So you're saying a, a good guide is always connecting with, with God. Siempre. Yes, we always need to connect. Y si uno quiere venir y, y, y probar tabaco o plantas de, de acá, ¿qué, ¿qué le puedes recomendar a esa persona? And so, Ernesto, if someone is interested in, in coming down and, and working with these plants, what would you recommend to this person? What recommendations would you give them? Bueno, si puede venir, pues es bienvenido. Pero si, si no puede venir, para eso están ustedes. En cualquier país donde se encuentre, den medicina a la gente, porque ustedes mismos dense cuenta, la gente está que se muere por... Una y otra forma, a veces ni debe de morir, pero muere porque no, no conocen, no saben qué van a hacer, están confundidos. Cuántos años ha, hemos vivido y no, nadie nos ha enseñado a curarnos, por ejemplo, y la gente se muere. ¿no? Entonces ustedes están para eso, ayudar a la gente. Lógico, tiene un costo, es natural, es normal. Pero ayuden, curen la gente, el mundo necesita eso. Y ya el mundo ya no necesita fabricar la bomba atómica y nos vamos a salvar. No, si, si revientan las bombas nadie se salva, ¿no? va a morir. Pero si sí, ustedes, los curanderos, si sí tienen permiso de rescatar los cuerpos espirituales que están perdidos. Porque esa es nuestra misión. Okay, uh, you know, if they can come, they are welcomed. And if they cannot come, you know, that's why 
you guys are for you know you can give them medicines in different in different countries yeah you know uh, nobody show us how to be healthy nobody show us how to take care of ourselves then you know if you guys can spread the medicine and uh, throughout the medicine this information can be can be spread that's 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 great and that's why you guys are for you know to help people and it's logical it it has a cost it's it's you know it has a price and that's that's natural and i can say just help and spread the medicine uh, the world doesn't need the atomic bomb we're all going to die if that happens you know the world needs medicine and and healing and yeah you healers you know uh, you have the permission to save the humans and the human body you know and that's our mission bueno Ernesto yo sé que tienes bastante cosas para hacer entonces mm. no voy a tomar mucho más de tu tiempo pero ah. hay algo más que quieres compartir al público <coughs> ah, bueno all right, Ernesto, I, I know that you, you still have a lot of things to do today, so I, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. So before we end, is there anything else you'd like to, to share with the audience? No, invitarle al mundo entero que no tengan miedo es pandemias de coronavirus y Omicron o otras cosas, ¿no? Traten de conectarse con algún discípulo ¿no? practicante de medicina natural y traten de, de curarse. No tengan miedo. Vivir, pues bien. Morir es felicidad. Y no tengan miedo. ¿no? Y todo irá bien. Es. Yeah, I want to say that we need to let go of fear and live our life, you know. doesn't matter that there is like right now Omicron and this COVID thing and viruses. We just need to live our, our life without fear. And if it's given to live, we'll live. And if it's given to die, we'll die. And that's happiness too. Sí, el gran virus es el miedo, ¿no? Claro. <laughs> Gracias, gracias. Bueno, Ernesto, muchas gracias. Bien, tengo, tengo mucho respeto para ti yeah. y gracias por todo que me, me diste. Y, yeah. y la próxima vez podemos hacer ronda dos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The great virus of the mind is fear, no? Great, Ernesto. Well, thank you very much. I, I have a lot of respect for you. And thank you for everything you, you've given to me and taught me. And uh, the next time we meet, maybe we'll do round number two. All right, everybody, that is it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, if you're able to support this podcast, Patreon is a really good option. It very much works on this Andean principle of Aini, of reciprocity. For as little as a dollar a month, you can sign up. Uh, so if you feel like you've gained something from this show, that's a really beautiful way to show your support. Um, with the different tiers, there's different things you can receive back, things like early access to shows, bonus material, Q&As. To all of the people who have done that, thank you very much. I deeply appreciate it. And if you are able to do that, thank you very much in advance. There is also the option to 
direct donate via PayPal, also with the YouTube channel, you can join directly now. If you're not able to do that, as always, the, the very small thing of subscribing to the show, turning on the notification bell, liking the video, uh, with the audio version going on Apple Podcasts, leaving a starred rating and a short review, all of those things are really helpful in getting this show out to a bigger and broader audience. So I think that's it for today's show. Um, my next two guests are going to be two Shipibo Coranderos, uh, who I've both worked with, um, Richard Urquia and Benito Ramos. Uh, again, it was really a pleasure for me to be able to sit down with them and, and have them share a little bit about their journeys and this work of plant medicine. So I think that's it. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for the support. And I will see you all on the next episode.